You are listening to the Steel Call podcast. For more info, go to steelcall.me. What's up, everyone? This is Pastor Andrew with another episode of the Still Called podcast. There's a lot going on in this world right now, and there's a lot to talk about. But I think the most important things to be talking about um, are the simple things of the Bible, the simple things of Christianity. Um, you know, we've got a lot of theologians, we've got a lot of police policing going on out there in the body of Christ, trying to keep us the rest of the body of Christ in check. Um, we've got a lot of people who are quick to run and post the latest conspiracy theory and you know we've got a lot of christian QAnon kind of people out there that are uh, really quick to sound the alarm and raise awareness about issues going on in the world and i'm not saying there's not things going on in the world uh but i do know that right now i think the answer to the craziness is peace the the response we should have as believers to the chaos is comfort in the Holy Ghost. Um, right now is a time to know who you are, know know what God has said about you specifically. Um, it's about knowing, not just knowing, um, but experiencing the tangible experience of the love of God. Um, and I know so many people feel that right now is probably the best time to take up a mission to, you know, spearhead us into the end times. And maybe, okay, maybe it is. But I also think that the only way we're going to make it through tumultuous end time scenarios uh, is if we are plugged in directly to the heart of the Father and we're soaking up his goodness, his love, his joy, his mercy, his peace. That's the only way that we're going to survive. Uh, the end times are going to affect everyone. Uh, there's no way around the the pressure, the, the pain, persecution. It's going to be bad for everyone. And I just have a feeling that things are going to continue to get worse. Um, if we can see to what extent the overreach of political power can do in a time where fear and sickness and disease have dominated the global uh, conversation, uh, imagine if we actually had like worse problems. Imagine what the world would be like um, if something worse, I know it's hard to imagine anyone could possibly imagine something worse than COVID-19, but imagine a world where something worse than COVID-19 happens. I mean, if, if, if overnight the entire world could get into gear and unity to essentially do all they could can to dominate and oppress people to stop the spread of a disease, imagine what the world would be like if it was a real problem. I'm not saying COVID's not real. I'm just saying, um, you know, I think there could be worse things. And that that is a little bit scary to imagine a world where there's things that are worse than COVID-19, but I do believe it's a very real possibility. So, with all of that, 
I've just been thinking about how, you know, I think there's going to be at least at least a few kinds of Christians in the end times. I think there's going to be those Christians that were like panicked and, and worked up in a frenzy and anxious that are, are going to look at this of the situation and say, look, see, I told you so. Look, I've tried to warn you, and, and but they'll have no peace, right? And then I think there'll be Christians that will uh, have had no clue, that they were just sort of in the dark, walking around with their head hanging down, wearing their mask, looking at their phone, you know, checking out the the making sure their their vaccine passport was up to date, making sure they were on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever else. Uh and they'll be they'll be taken aback and it'll likewise send them into a frenzy. But then I think there's like a third kind of Christian and this is where I want to be. I want to be in that camp of Christian of of Christianity with that you know, um, I was so full of joy that I wasn't stupid. I knew what was going on, but I was also laughing um, all the way up into the end. That I knew who the Father said I was. Um, I knew my identity as a son of God, and I enjoyed the presence of God even through times of, of despair and heartache and trouble and in time situation scenarios and persecution and um you know living in that sort of moment of you know god is good god loves me he's for me he's not against me living my entire existence like that and i really think there's going to be Christians in the end who are going to be laughing. <laughs> I know that sounds I know that sounds crazy. Um but I really think there's going to and it's not like it's like almost like there's going to be an outpouring of joy and laughter even in the midst of the the peril and the persecution. And almost like it's funny in a sense with that it's true. And that you're not caught off guard by it because you knew what the Bible said and you followed the Holy Spirit and, and here you are in the middle of it. And, there, and I have a feeling there's going to be some that are literally unable to contain their joy uh, even as they die. <laughs> I mean, even as they suffer and die. I think there are going to be people who are going to be so full of the joy of the Lord and full of the revelation of the scripture and knowledge of what it says and you know know the book of revelation know what what we are to face and that as it's happening it's almost like praising god in joy that it was true that he was right and that he showed us and he warned us and he told us um so rather than recoiling in fear uh like if people were rolling out with the mark of the beast Instead of being caught off guard by that and totally shocked by it, I think there's literally going to be people who are like praising and dancing in joy because God was right and uh, and he told us and he prepared us and showed us what we needed to do and how we needed to live our lives in the midst of those sort of end time situations. I just think that that's a, that's a real kind of Christianity that's going to exist. Um, and honestly, if I had to choose where I was going to be, if, whether it's the the Christian who's 
always frantically trying to sound the alarm and post every new scandalous underground, you know, child, sex slave, drug, blood drinking, adrenochrome conspiracy um, under the Vatican. Like if I, it could be that person, and and never have a single bit of peace, and constantly wringing my hands worried and fearful and afraid and scared about the evil that's coming there that is already upon us i mean i guess i could be in that camp or i could be one of the ones walking around who's compliant and lives in a, a daze of technology overwhelming my life i'm plugged into every every news source every feed every social media platform and i'm you know hook line and sinker I'm I'm just one of the sheep. I'm I've got made sure I got my vaccine and my pass vaccine passport and my took all my tests and I wear six feet of masks at all times, you know. And I'm and and I'm not saying like that's a kind of Christian, um. But those I haven't met any like that in that camp that have any peace. That you know they're they're wringing their hands. They're they're worried. You know they're 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 trying. They're, they think compliance is where they'll find the peace. They think that submitting to this machine is going to bring them peace. And, and of course, we all point to scriptures that say we should submit to authority and, you know, and any authority in place God has put there. And I get that. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I think there's also that third camp. And, and I'd like to hang out there where you just, you know that the Father knows you and you know that he loves you and that he likes you and he wants you to succeed, that he is for you, he's not against you, and that he's already prepared us to endure to the end. He's already given us a, a understanding of what is going to happen in the end. He's already given us his Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, to show us the way, to be that voice behind us in the wilderness, telling us the way to walk. You know, and then in that, there's peace. That in that, identity and knowledge of the Father and the love of God, the experience of the love of God, that there's wisdom, there's revelation, there's insight, and there's joy, and there's peace, and there's laughter, and that literally, you know, to our destruction in the end, that we're those who are just laughing and thanking the Lord and saying, you know what, God, you are good. You, this is actually amazing that this is happening because you told us this would happen in your word you pointed it out to us lord and you're awesome that you you showed us that there was a way to endure to the end and be saved like we're we're with you lord and we're happy we're excited and sure someone can try to destroy the body and but you know what i fear and not even just fear but love and know the god that could kill my body and throw it into hell and he's not that he's he's actually show, extended mercy to me and grace to me. That is how I want to live into my last day. And if that's through the what we'll call the end times, which I mean, gosh, I, I would say we're closer than uh than we've ever seen in North America uh, in any sense. I mean, I'm sure there's been terror and and war and pestilence, you know, in other countries that I'm sure people in those times thought, man, this must be the end. Um, you know, World War II was gruesome. You know, when we think about here on American soil, in North America, I mean, pastors are being arrested and drug away like 
like criminals for refusing to bow to the government telling them what to do about having their meetings. Um, you know, and, and people will say, well, if they were really good Christians, then they'd, they'd follow the, the rules, whatever. You know, uh, that's just a, a weak, that sounds like somebody who is weak and spineless and who worships their government. That's what that sounds like when I hear those things. You know, that's, that's those people who, they, they'll do whatever they're told. Um, and everybody doesn't want, nobody wants to hear us talk about make connections to this uh, between what's going on in the world today and Nazi Germany. Um, but again, it's, it may not be qualitatively the same, but the behaviors and the actions and the indifference and the way um, sort of this totalitarian sweeping, almost as if a reign of terror is, is taking over and people are you know, being forced to comply or be arrested um, and people snitching and narking people out, uh, you know, we might, it might as well be the Gestapo, you know, you know, I mean, it, it, it literally the, the structural elements, the parallel is there and you'd have to be a fool completely without any understanding to, to ignore the structural comparisons between what's going on in the world today to enforce COVID-19 compliance with what took place in World War II with Nazi Germany, um, or any of the tactics that, that have been carried out even under communism. So I'm, I think there's all of this reminds me of a Bible verse. Doesn't it make you think of the Bible? It does mean there's a verse, Proverbs 15, 15. It's a great verse. Um, and it just sort of resonates with how I feel in the moment and sort of what I'm saying, looking unto the end. But in Proverbs fifteen fifteen, and I'll read it in the New King James Version because that's the only good translation. I'm kidding. It's just actually, I, it's just one that I like. Um, depending on who I'm, sometimes if I'm arguing with somebody, I'll use whatever version they like. Even if you're talking to a Jehovah's Witness, you can actually use their corrupt New World translation to prove that Jesus is God. And uh, so you always meet people on their terms. So when you meet a King James onlyist, you better not come with some new King James hogwash, ain't no message, sissy foo-foo Bible. No, don't be rolling up in there with the NIV. You better have 1611. You better be, you better be representing with the real Bible if you're going to argue with a KJVO. Um, but <laughs> what am I even doing here? So let's see, uh, King James Version, New King James Version, because I'm, I'm new. Um, all the days, this is Proverbs fifteen fifteen. all the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of merry heart has a continual feast. And I just love that last part, man. He who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. Well, you know what? I want to have a continual feast. You know, and right away I think of the the verse, you know, he sets a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Uh, like, think of that. I mean, you could, in the end times, you could be sitting at this table that God has prepared for you in the presence of your persecutors, your haters. Our beloved Psalm 23, verse 5, you prepare a table for me in the presence 
a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Who do you want to be in these end times, in these latter days? Someone who's in continual feasting with a merry heart, with a cup running over? Or do you want to be one of the ones who's running around freaking out, wringing their hands, scared, don't doesn't know what to do, is terrified? Um, not saying those aren't Christians, but I mean, if you if you can choose, you know, based on what you choose to believe about the scriptures and who God is and who He says you are, if you can choose about where to be, I would choose to be in the Merry Heart Feast Camp. I want a I want a cup that's running over. Okay, I don't want to be one of the ones that's that's uh, empty and has no root, no foundation, no knowledge and experience that God loves me and, and likes me and is for me and not against me. You know, everybody wants to shout down the the revival type people, the river folks that are just soaking up the love of God and enjoying God. Everyone want to shout them down, but they might be the only crackpots that make it to the end. They might be the only ones that actually survive through the persecution, through the tribulation, if you will. So, I think if I had a choice, I want to be he who is of a merry heart and has a continual feast. And if you've ever seen me, I like to eat. I say that you've, if you've ever seen me in this particular context today, because I think from here forward I'm going to roll pretty much consistently with just doing the audio version of my podcast. I like doing the camera thing. Um, I could think of a few reasons that it makes it a little bit more difficult to do it. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, it's easier. I feel like I have to um, wait on opportunity to do the video. And, and if I miss the opportunity, it takes time to get back to another opportunity. But I feel like I have actually uh, a better access to just do the audio. So from rolling here forward, I think I'm going to do some kind of version of just audio, which would roll out on the, you know, all the same platforms that I've been using, iTunes and whatever else, through anchor.fm. Uh, anchor rather. And um, so that part's not changing much. Um, and I do post these on Rumble, and not a lot of people really ever look at those. And also post audio versions on Vimeo. Uh, but I think I'll keep using Rumble, but... I'll just post the audio kind of the same way I've been posting on Vimeo. And, um, yeah, I'd like to really start doing this about two times a week if I could, if I'm able. Um, life is demanding, uh, which is funny because, you know, I'm a, I teach uh, I probably, about seven different colleges and universities. I, I think I work somewhere in the range of about three full-time jobs. And I'm in graduate school. And I have a wife and two kids. And I still, from time to time, have students have the audacity to tell me that they didn't have the time or they've been really busy. Um, <laughs> and I just think, you need to get born again. Because if you're born again, and you know the grace of God, and you follow the voice of the Lord, the Lord will lead you into doing things, even if it seems like it's impossible to actually do it, uh, he'll give you the grace to make it happen. And you won't feel like you want to rip your hair out while doing it. And so, yeah, I juggle a lot of things. All that is to say, trying to get time to work in this podcast, which I know the Lord has told me to do, I don't want to neglect that. That's important. And uh, and I feel like I have more joy and peace 
in my day-to-day life when I know that I'm, I'm doing what the Lord said to do um, in every area. And sometimes, you know, you get a, a burden and something doesn't feel right and it feels off kilter, you know, cut it off, quit it, you know, shut it out. And I probably shouldn't say it, but there's quite a few jobs I've had that I just stopped clocking in, I mean, on, online and um, blocked the emails and was like, yeah, no, like just three, three o'clock in the morning, having one of these moments where I'm like, I'm going to just quit that. I can't do it anymore. It's impossible. There's no way. Um, and so just follow the Holy Ghost and fire those people. So yeah, be uh, check, looking to see more episodes rolling out. Uh, we're going to roll with the audio. That's probably going to be the best thing to do, I think, given everything going on in my life right now. And maybe occasionally I'll pop in and do some videos uh, right now. You know, you can get to everything I'm doing through my website, still called .me. And uh, right now, a little bit going on on Gab. Gab's crazy, not going to lie. Um, there's a lot of crazy cuckoo people out there, a lot of a lot of hateful, hateful people. Um, and unfortunately, they're on the right. And, uh, you know, I'm probably a little more not hanging out in their camp. Uh, but I think that's what's interesting about this day and age. Things have changed. And our, our common designations of right and left and Democrat and Republican and all those all those designations, all those lines have become blurred. They're not what they once were. And uh, it's, a, it's a confusing time uh, politically, I think, in a sense, um, you know, because how do you think, you know, how do you feel when you're like, well, I'm on this side of the of the aisle, but there's a lot of cuckoo people on this side of the aisle, too. And you kind of like want to distance yourself from them. And, you know, you might agree with a few things, but, you know, I'm not an anti-Semite. I'm not a racist. You know, uh, I'm, I'm born again Christian. I'm full of love for for everyone. Um, I can have an opinion about immigration and a perspective that's not racist in any way whatsoever. Um, anyway, so I'm running out of time because I'm going to actually have to go to work now. Um I'm going to end it there. Thanks for listening. This is Pastor Andrew. This is Still Called Podcast. Be blessed.